0: Grumpy Old Geeks A weekly talk show hosted by Brian Schulmeister and Jason Filippo, Discussing the finer points of what went wrong on the internet And who's to blame I've no more fucks to give My fucks have
1: all been spent They fucked off from the building And I don't know where they went I've no more fucks to give
0: grumpy old geeks I'm Jason Filippo and I'm Brian Schulmeister so the little song you just heard is is kind of what uh, Brian and I were feeling yesterday when we were talking about yesterday <laughs> should we do this show or not well I mean <laughs> it's been going on for a while but yes uh, so but uh, against all odds we're here again
1: yeah I, I'm not entirely sure why I, I'm very finding it very difficult to get motivated I have officially joined Dave Bittner's 502nd who gives a shit legion um, <laughs> Um, Yeah. So uh, this is a this is going to be a a, I don't know, man. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I, I know on one part, I just want to say to hell with the little bit of tech news that we have and just talk. And I know that a good portion of our audience would really enjoy that. But then we'd also get flooded with stay in your lane emails yeah. so you know screw you guys <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, look you can you can go back to covid corner on uh saturday's show if we want to listen to that stuff and yeah. If you care about my political leanings uh, just look at my twitter that's all you need to do but for mm-hmm. this show today i'm going to do my best and my damnedest to stay in my lane okay but I'll, <sighs> I'll try i'll try and be the voice of reason today brian because the people need us no, not really. What the
1: people <laughs> need is a goddamn functioning government.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, oops, sorry. <laughs> remember, not not everybody here is from the United States of what the fuck is going on a stand.
1: <laughs> yep, that's right. Well, anyways, all right. So uh, uh, on the one bit of good news that we had that immediately got wiped out within two hours, uh, the SpaceX launch was successful. Yes, it uh, was. I sat and watched it with my kid. The funny thing about watching it with a three and a half year old um, who was really into space was... Uh, boy, that was a lot of waiting for some fire, which was cool. But then immediately he's like, so when do we get to see the solar system? I want to see Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> so, so while uh, I was very excited about all of it, I think uh, my son was a tad disappointed because unlike all the cartoons that he watches, you don't immediately take off into uh, solar systems and skirt black holes and land on Venus. So.
0: Well, th- let this be his first lesson in disappointment. in <laughs> welcome, to- welcome to reality, kid. Yeah. But all of that was really cool. Uh, Very
1: exciting stuff. And uh, Vox has an article saying, all right, well, we did that. What happens next? And, uh, you know, (laughs) I like this particular thing. What's next? What will the future of commercialized space travel look like? Will Mars be covered with Tesla ads? Will Earth stores sell real moon rocks? Will Jupiter be populated with Amazon warehouses? (laughs) Should we book moon hotel reservations now to beat the rush? Um, obviously not. Uh, this is all still incredibly expensive. There's currently would be a $55 million price tag for a seat on one of SpaceX rockets. Uh, not that you know incredibly rich people aren't booking space tourism already, because they are. Yep. Uh, NASA is going to be continued uh, involvement just because governments have the deeper pockets, or hopefully we'll still have a government with a pocket (laughs) um so nasa will still obviously be involved with this uh but there's no uh i don't think there's ever going to be any separation of government and uh, and and privatized space travel again um so yeah we'll see i mean it's good it's great
0: i'm glad it happened yay i was sitting there on the couch like literally on the edge of my seat watching it going come on guys come on come on guys come (laughs) on guys come on guys (laughs) and did you see how bad cnn fucked up the launch I wasn't watching. I was actually watching the Discovery
1: Channel's coverage, which is quite good.
0: Oh, uh, pro tip. If you've got a Roku, you can actually uh, install the NASA TV channel. Mm -hmm. So I got to watch it live straight on NASA TV. But, uh, yeah, they they totally botched the liftoff. It's like the countdown was going, and it was out of sync, and then, boom, they show it, and they're, like, way off the pad already. They didn't even show liftoff. <laughs> Whoops. It's like, yeah. Uh, I was going to say somebody got fired for that, but no, nobody gets mm, fired probably anymore. Probably not, no. Promotion. No. Yeah. And uh, in funny news, uh, after the, the riot started, Elon Musk says, off Twitter for a while. <laughs> like, Well, somebody okay. finally got through to
1: him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't give us your opinions on this for a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, shut up, Elon. <laughs> and, and that said brian what's your opinion
1: <laughs> oh uh, you know i think everybody that listens to this show knows exactly where i'm at and i'm with the i'm with the peaceful protesters i 100 percent agree with their cause um yeah but your town got destroyed yeah well i said i'm with the peaceful protesters <laughs> exactly. i think you know I, everybody that's screaming about how this is uh look y- you can see what's happening It's happening Mm -hmm. everywhere. It's happening in every city. Peaceful protest. People show up in cars, glom onto it, and those are the rioters and looters and people that just want to cause chaos. It isn't the peaceful protesters that are doing this. You see it. We're seeing it on... We have the technology. We are seeing it on cameras happening in real time. And that's exactly what happened here. The peaceful protest, of which I knew many people that went to it. Uh, I was actually down at my mom's house in Orange County. Um, and drove back into basically a war zone, uh, was a couple, I don't know, maybe a half a mile away down at Third Street Promenade. And, um, the, you know, when the curfew hit and they shut everything down, uh, peaceful protesters, for the most part, went away. Some of them kept marching, and that's when the other elements showed up. And yeah, they, they kind of, they went down Main Street, uh, which is four blocks away from me. And it sounded really bad, um, the coverage on that I was seeing was really bad. You texted me and said you just saw my house. Um,
0: (laughs) Well, um, I texted you that morning and I'm like, good luck today because I mm -hmm. saw that there was going to be a protest in Santa Monica. And you're like, oh, it's going to be fine. Rich rich white kids aren't going to burn their town down. I'm like, no, it's the tourists that are going to burn your town down. You were optimistic for a while. And I'm like, no, dude, I, I, I saw the writing on the wall. I'm like, come on, man. So I'm like, either stay in Orange County or get the hell home so you can hunker down. Yep. And
1: uh, yeah, so they went down and uh, did Main Street, and it was organized, and they knew exactly where they wanted to hit. Um, and then they went off immediately to Abikini and hit a few shops
0: there because yep. they know where the money was, and that's what they did. So uh, I, I need to explain something before you keep going, because mm-hmm. I've been talking to people around the country who don't understand what's been happening here. Mm-hmm. That, that Since we see it on TV, uh, they, they're just like, oh, there's looting going on there. No, what we've got here are organized gangs that are basically riding around in cars, dropping people off. The people break into the stores, they fill up the cars, they drive to the next spot, and in a bunch of different cases, on their way out, they set fire to the place they just looted. So uh, fire and EMTs and everybody has, has to go to that spot so they're clear to go to the next spot. It mm-hmm. it is it is full-on organized crime here. And it happened yesterday again yep. in Van Nuys and in Hollywood. And it's not and just today here. It's, and today it's going to be. It, it, everything on Ventura Boulevard outside my house for a mile is boarded up. Yeah. Everybody's preparing for it to come here because we've got we've got malls, we've got big box stores and basically they're saying we're we're next on the hit list. So yeah,
1: and it, and it isn't just a Los Angeles phenomenon. This is happening in New York City. This is happening anywhere because um you know, it, it's it's an easy target for these criminals to do. There's protesting, the police are monitoring that, and uh, they can get away with it. And they are getting away with it, at least until, you know, until we've imposed these curfews and the National Guard rolled into Santa Monica. And, you know, we had another protest yesterday, and, uh, you know, they shut it down. They just, you know, a curfew hit, if you're out, you're getting arrested, end of story, which is not exactly the world we want to be living in, but it seems to
0: be <laughs> what we are well, so one that we now. need to live in right now until the until the looting's done. They catch these guys because what they're you know, a lot of the stuff that they're they're going to let a lot of these looters go and and not, you know, charge them after the fact if they mm-hmm. you know, because we have the technology to go find them. All these people are on cell phones. It's easy enough to track them down. You know, mm-hmm. that's the technology side of this. We've got their license plate numbers for the idiots who leave their license plates on but the thing is if there's they they get rid of the goods as soon as they you know are done and swap them out so they're not going to prosecute those guys i think the people that they're going to prosecute are like anybody that left a store that was on fire
1: mm-hmm.
0: they're going to go after them with the you know the hammer of god
1: yeah and that so, the fire was my real worry too i wasn't terribly worried about um rioters and looters coming up into my residential neighborhood because there's nothing to loot. Um, But I was worried that, you know, they would set a few stores on fire. And, uh, you know, emergency services are obviously stretched thin. And and if the fire spreads, then that would be a problem. So we had our go bags here ready to head right back to Orange County if need be. Um, And I have to say something you don't see too often in the news, especially something you don't see too often on social media. The next morning, I went down uh, to Main Street to walk around I thought it was relatively early since the curfew only lifted at 5.30 in the morning. I went down at like 7. And um, I I walked the whole street. I walked over to 3rd Street Promenade where the majority of the the looting was taking place. Um, You know, there was a bit of graffiti. um, Some smashed windows. Overall, not too bad. And the most heartening thing of all was that there was an army of locals that had been out probably since the curfew lifted at 5.30 in the morning with brooms. Um, with sponges, uh, walking around cleaning things up, not, not the store owners, the locals. And yep. that was, um, uh, heartwarming to be honest. Um, you know, by the time I got down there, who knows how much they had already cleaned up. Maybe it was a lot worse, but, uh, it was, you know, everybody was cleaning and taking care of their neighborhoods as they should be doing
0: yeah see that's why i think this thing is, it, it'll eventually peter out because the citizenry will finally start to stand up to everybody and say hey enough is enough yep. you know enough is going to be enough so we're bracing here today for our turn so yeah. it should be fun we've had pol- uh, police helicopters have been over our neighborhood like non-stop since about uh 5 this morning so
1: yep and uh yeah. you know again i'd like to remind everybody we are in the middle of a pandemic and uh
0: What's that? What may not <laughs> that be, went away real quick. <laughs>
1: what, what may not be petering out is is the coronavirus. As people are already concerned that these events, uh, all these, um, both the uh, the nonviolent protests, of course, as well, because there's just so many people packed together, could become super spreader events. I know people like Bill Maher running around saying, "Hey, you're out, you're outdoors in the sunshine." that's gonna solve all the problems um, no, no, no no it's no. not people are amped up people are spitting as they talk Spitting people and' are screaming. screaming yep um, you know antiseptic uh, uh, the idea that sunlight is an antiseptic and being outdoors is safer is true until you get saliva in your eyeball um,
0: yep.
1: <laughs> and that is what's happening out there so I I don't have <sighs> two two to three weeks from now we're
0: We'll see no. what happens. We'll see what, we'll see what, happens. what happens. We'll <laughs> see if it if it's actually a thing or a nothing burger. But mm-hmm. uh, we had time will tell on that one because yep. the, it's science, man. We just got to wait and see. Count mm-hmm. the numbers. In the news,
1: I am biting my tongue to not talk about <laughs> something that occurred yesterday that may or may not involved uh, flash banging jackbooted thugs moving people out of a park before the curfew would hit for a photo op, but I am not going to say anything about that. Instead, the only Trump news that I'm going to talk about today is that Facebook employees are standing up and finally protesting Mark Zuckerberg's cowardice in the face of Trump, demanding that he actually take some action, uh, the limited amount of action that is at least being taken on Twitter in terms of fact checking and labeling posts. Um, (laughs) And of course, being the time that we're in, uh, Facebook employees staged a virtual walk out because they're all working from home so I don't yep. know exactly what that meant did they just <laughs> they, like, they,
0: they didn't turn on slack <laughs> they didn't day. turn on slack
1: or zoom oh they wouldn't use slack they would use uh, what's Facebook's one called work? Uh, work I don't know workplace I can't dumpster remember. fire dumpster fire <laughs> (laughs) Uh, So yes, there was a virtual walkout with participating employees requesting time off to support protesters and express their dissent with Facebook, leaving up Trump's inflammatory posts. According to the New York Times, some Facebook employees have threatened to resign, which Jason, you and I have always said, this is the way that you actually protest a company that you don't believe (laughs) in and don't want to work for. You don't work for them now. Again, times that we're in right now, I don't blame people for not leaving their jobs because there's not a lot of jobs. Not a lot to
0: go around. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Take what you can get. Yes. Um, So, yeah, company insiders are saying that this resistance presents the most serious threat to Zuckerberg's leadership of the company since it was founded. So unless you think it's just low level employees, Andrew Crow, the head of design at Facebook, I guess he came up with that color blue since that's about the only design there is.
0: (laughs) I was going to say there ain't a whole hell of a lot of design on Facebook.
1: He used Twitter to announce that censoring information that might help people see the complete picture is wrong, but giving a platform to incite violence and spread disinformation is unacceptable. Regardless of who you are or if it's newsworthy, I disagree with Mark's position and will work to make
0: change happen. And I love the fact that all of these people took to Twitter to bitch about Facebook just as an F you to Mark. And there is a little bit of Facebook tech news, uh, something that I
1: suppose we've all been asking for for quite some time. Facebook's new feature will help you erase your weird teenage years. We'll see if this actually rolls out, but uh, we'll we'll see what happens here. So if you were a tech-savvy teen and an early Facebook adopter, you're now in your early 30s with half of your life documented on the social media giant. How crazy <laughs> oh is that?
0: God. That's insane. <laughs>
1: yes. So, wow. I, I mean, I just think about the fact that I've been on Facebook for at least 13 years now which is yeah. crazy. So there you go. Well, well there's,
0: what, what, what is that? Um, oh, was it Social Post Manager? Was that the, yeah, there was, the Chrome bookmark that yep. lets you just go back and delete it? Yeah, I think it was Social Post Manager. Uh, yeah, I, would, I, I use that thing, you know, very, very judiciously. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, let's get rid of these, that, that, that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've always kept mine private, so I have a little bit less of a worry about that. But if you are concerned <laughs> about this...
0: You, you, you just said keeping things private on Facebook keeps you keeps you protected well how many times have they changed the privacy policies and let everybody in
1: that's true but they haven't done that recently to be fair to them um but you know at the end of the day jason by the time i'm done with this article let's also keep in mind that there is no delete So what difference does it actually fucking make ever? (laughs) Um, But there is a new manage activity feature which will be rolling out over the next few weeks which will allow you to curate your Facebook presence to more accurately reflect who you are today, the company said in an announcement. You'll be able to find and manage posts in bulk with filters that let them find posts from certain date ranges or that mention certain people so you can erase that embarrassing relationship that you had for three years in the middle of your Facebook stuff or whatever. (laughs) Uh, Who knows? So that's, that's great that they're finally rolling this out. It's relatively easy from a programming perspective for them to do this so why it took so long who knows i think it's just because people have finally said we know christ's sake yeah
0: yeah we we know exactly why they won't do it because they want the they want the posts they want to say we're the we're number one we've got you know bazillions of photos blah 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 so
1: theoretically you'll be able to either archive your embarrassing old posts for your eyes only or to delete them entirely which means for zuckerberg's eyes only
0: Exactly. <laughs> or yeah, whoever gets the whoever gets a court order. Yes. Uh, well, Twitter is still rolling out mm-hmm. some of their uh, they're they're doing their magic on people inciting violence. Although I've only seen I've seen very few of these around and I've been on I've been on Twitter a lot the past couple days. Yeah, I've noticed. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh Yes. Representative Matt Goetz, who's a Republican from Florida, he wrote, "Now that we clearly see Antifa as terrorists, can we hunt them down like we like we do those in the Middle East?" And of course, Twitter said, "Hey, dude, no, knock it off, knock it off." Uh, so this is the glorification of violence policy, and he, he mm-hmm. got he got he got Twitter slapped. But uh, yeah, after uh, and of course, this was after the post was retweeted twelve thousand times. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I've been looking around and I have seen very few and there are a lot of people inciting violence right now. Yep, Some of which could be that uh, that speech that you were talking about yesterday (laughs) could be (laughs) that could could directly be uh, under that that
1: violence policy. I'm I'm just saying that, you know, one of the priests for the church got. Anyways, we might I know. have a new uh, eggs are good, eggs are bad here, Jason Brewing. Yes, of course. Uh, the new coronavirus is losing potency, a top Italian doctor says. Now, I'd take anything like that at uh, with a grain of salt or a half an egg, as it were. Yeah. Uh, but this was reported by Reuters itself, so that's giving it a little stamp of authenticity. Uh, in reality, the virus clinically no longer exists in Italy, said Alberto Zangrillo, the head of the San Rafael Hospital in Milan in the northernmost region of Lombardy, which has borne the brunt of Italy's coronavirus contagion. He's been doing swabs, and he says the swabs that were performed over the last 10 days showed a viral load in quantitative terms that were absolutely infinitesimal compared to the ones carried out a month or two ago, he told RIA Television. A second doctor in northern Italy also confirmed this to the ANSA news agency, saying that the strength of the virus, that the strength that the virus had two months ago is not the same strength as today. So this was a bit of potential good news that the Virus is mutating and becoming less effective.
0: However, yeah, Brian, hold my egg. <laughs> the World Health Organization says no, there is no data to show the new coronavirus is changing significantly, either in its form of transmission or in the severity of the disease it causes. So we have doctors coming on saying, uh, yeah, with the data from more than 35,000 whole virus genomes, there is currently no evidence that there is any significant difference relating to severity. So, uh, coronavirus good, coronavirus bad. You? Well, be the I think you could just say it's bad. But <laughs> well, yes. Uh, so um, yeah, I'm gonna go I, for now. I'm gonna go with the WHO. Yeah, well,
1: you know, except we defunded them.
0: <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> well, <Yeah. laughs> oh, but we're okay. not gonna
1: talk about that sort of thing.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, Brian, move on. Uh, I'll, I'll move on here. Okay, uh, Microsoft has laid off journalists and replaced them with wait for it ai well i suppose it's better
1: than shooting them which oh no we're not going to talk about
0: that (laughs) Uh, okay many of the affected workers are part of microsoft's sane division that would be search ads news and edge uh so they were human editors that were picking the stories for msn.com and uh, does anybody really read (laughs) msn.com nope okay Uh, nope nope right (laughs) so Uh, but there were about 50 people there uh, right. that were doing it. Uh, 27 are being let go in the UK, and uh, yeah, they're just going—they're going whole hog on the AI. I don't know why. It's not like they can't afford 50 people to actually pick the news stories.
1: Yeah, but I am um, again, how many people are going to MSN for their news? So. If you're That's not getting true. the hits and the, and the ads to to support or, or you know, or you, you just throw your hands up in the air going, nobody's reading us anyways. Why are we doing this? Might as well just <laughs> scrape the Huff phone. the and put whole that thing up on down on our yeah. pages. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I, you don't want to see that happening, especially right now when we need as many journalists as we can get. But I, I don't really know what MSN journalists were actually doing.
0: The, yeah. These weren't journalists, really, I think. These were yeah. people that were picking stories. It's basically, you know, curators. Yep. What we do. <laughs> Basically, they <laughs> fired us to make, you know, to make MSN. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. Can't fire us. We can only fire ourselves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Uber's made the news, of course, the Ubers is getting rid of tens of thousands of bikes and scooters, sparking a backlash. Video and photos are surfacing. Thousands of Uber's jump bikes and scooters stripped of parts and crammed into trucks to be scrapped uh, because obviously the business model is kind of failing especially in these times. Uh, They sold some of their bike and scooter business. Well, they sold the whole business to Lime earlier this month, but thousands of vehicles didn't transition to Lime, which acquired only bicycles that hadn't been made available for consumer use in cities. They said, don't give us your coronavirus infested bikes. We only want the Uh. new ones. Uh, so roughly 20,000 to 30,000 vehicles have now disappeared from streets, uh, nationwide in recent weeks, according to estimates from four former jump employees and Uber has confirmed that tens of thousands of its bikes and scooters are being recycled, which of course has gotten activists saying, uh, couldn't we have donated them? Me Instead too. Of I was just trashing. Off. Yeah. Them? Yeah. I,
0: mm-hmm. saw, I was watching the I saw some you know the photos of them and putting them into the you know the big munching machines and mm-hmm. I'm like what a waste why don't you donate these to people like you know they're bikes they're bikes they work yes you and, know uh, buy bikes some become, Lysol and hand them on
1: yeah and bikes bike popularity has shot up since the pandemic started it's a great way to get exercise and get around to local places to take care of what you need and so much so <laughs> that I you know I've seen people on Twitter posting that you know they cannot get a bike or the bike that they want or their bike shop is sold out or the bike shop is back ordered and all that sort of thing and uh here are a bunch of bikes that we could have just figured out some way to donate to those in need and those that wanted one and instead we're just destroying them because capitalism
0: yeah or just sell them at cost you Mm -hmm. know yep it's it's it didn't make any sense it makes no sense no, nope. uh, something that pisses me off also is Instacart's tip baiting system is shortchanging shoppers, senators say. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, we got we got things going on right now. But uh, let's talk about uh, how a private company does tipping. Uh, I, I mean, the the. The process here pisses me off because what we talked about before is people are baiting shoppers for Instacart with big tips to get their stuff. And then Instacart is letting them turn that tip to zero after the delivery is made. We've solved this problem for them. You, You don't allow a
1: change in tip after you've set the tip amount unless you have to go through customer service to do it and you have to explain why with photos.
0: Exactly. It's like, okay, was your stuff broken? You know, I mean, yeah, exactly. So it's it's ridiculous that Congress is dealing with this Mm -hmm. right now. It's like Instacart can fix this on their own and they should. And it's just the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. So a, it is there's a, there's a there's a big lack of doing the right thing right now but <laughs> instacart should step up and take care of this It's bullshit
1: yep easily solvable and i just like this story i don't know if they're doing it here i know there are all these here right now uh quite a few of them around in fact there's actually one down by my mom so maybe i'll swing by and check it out this coming weekend <laughs> if it but, hasn't uh, been looted if it hasn't been looted <laughs> huh. oh, boy uh but this is a cool new way to deal with uh to deal with the current situation with coronavirus and trying to enforce uh, social distancing and all of that sort of stuff, and maybe uh, maybe an idea of uh, our, our not-too-distant future, uh, they've put in basically automated traffic light systems at store entrances to control the number of co- customers going in and out smart, mm-hmm. simple. We all understand this technology. Green means go. Red means stop. Put up the lights. So the lights will signal when customers can enter stores based on individual store customer limits that are in line with the two meter social distancing rules. UK obviously. Uh, and that will run alongside the other measures already in place at all Aldi stores to ensure social distancing including protective screens at checkouts, distancing markers on shore, on shop floors, sanitation stations for customers as well as signage to offer clear guidance on how to sh- shop. shops safely so very cool uh, good idea i have to say i went to my first trader joe's my first store in almost just about three months over the weekend mm. and it was a total shit show
0: it was <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes. i mean
1: they, they were managing the number of people going inside but this was not my my normal trader joe's that i would go to is the newest one which is actually quite large and it has yeah long uh, big big aisles uh, this is an older Trader Joe's. And if you know, most Trader Joe's have about exactly three feet in between the aisles. <laughs> exactly. They are crammed together. And some people were doing their best. There was a lot of, you know, most people were wearing masks, uh, certainly all the employees. Um, most people were doing their best. So there was a lot of me like kind of nodding, going, okay, you go to the cheese first, and then I'll mm-hmm. go get the cheese that I want. Yep. Uh, but a lot of people weren't. Uh, they were just grabbing whatever they wanted and not paying attention to any kind of distancing whatsoever. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. That's the way it kind of worked here too. Um, yep. A lot of the stores that I go to around here have one way aisles. Now they've put, they've put those in. So you can only oh, go like a, at Ralph's, you can only go one way. So if you missed something and have to go back, you got to make a, make a loop yep. and go back around, All right, which is a good way to do it. So in, in addition to, to traffic lights, we need one way street signs. Yeah. I, I mean, a lot of stores have done that. So I, I'm surprised they haven't rolled that out because yeah. I was reading uh, up on one of the companies that does this uh, people counting thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, before it was used for, of course, marketing to find out how long the lines yes. are at your, you know, yeah. all you, determine, you determine how
1: yeah. many how much staff you have to do at certain you, you figure out when you peak hours are all that sort of stuff
0: right and those companies like their business has gone up you know thousands of percents and they're just like hey we we're we're, we're rocking guys come on over we have <laughs> pivoted uh and uh so it's interesting to see how the the tech is going to keep rolling out with this and uh who knows if if the if after all of this crap happens and the the rona is actually losing potency and who knows maybe we don't need them and they can go back to watching kiosks and in hot dog stands <laughs> Now I saw this one. This is my last link for the for the news for the day. Google searches for insomnia and can't sleep hit all time highs during the lockdown, and this is uh, in April, uh, according to Google Trends. And mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Brian, I was the complete opposite of this. I didn't want to get out of bed. Yeah, I couldn't stay awake.
1: That's I I have not had a problem sleeping, and I don't know if that is a um, a certain amount of alcohol that puts me to blackout points when I go to bed.
0: that's right, we pass out at (laughs) night. It's not sleep; (laughs) it's a chemically induced coma. Damn. In in all
1: seriousness, though, I I have not had a problem sleeping. I I do have. I I don't want to get out of bed, um, and I'm Mm -hmm. I'm happy to climb into my bed as soon as possible. I would like to go to bed at eight p.m. at this point, if I could, Uh, but uh, you know stuff to do and things of that nature and <laughs> got to watch some dumb shows so i can talk about stuff in media candy um uh, but yeah i i i would uh i would like to just basically sleep if i could hibernate for the next oh i don't know 12 years i would exactly
0: wait till your kids uh wake <laughs> up your kids in, kid, getting out of high school and, and you can doesn't say, have a job get out of the house <laughs> there's no government to pursue <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, well <laughs> All I'm saying is I just didn't have this problem, and I was I I, I That's why I wanted to ask you because you didn't seem to have it either, and I don't know anybody that had insomnia. Dave during this whole thing. Oh, Dave did. Yes, okay. yes, he's talked about it quite a bit.
1: So yeah, he's he's one of those. I don't remember people. what I do. On show. I, I, I know. I know a couple people that are definitely having issues with it. There's a lot of people that have moved on from a. Uh, What's, what's that supplement that uh, you and I both take for sleep which is highly effective actually um magnesium I take magnesium, I yeah, magnesium so take at mag-tech. night yeah, yeah,
0: yeah mag- i usually tech.
1: take magnesium at night i know quite a few people that have moved on to pre- prescription strength stuff to get to bed so
0: <laughs> yeah it's it, what's really sucky is i've only got i've got half a night left and my magnesium was supposed to arrive yesterday but thanks to uh you know everything <laughs> else uh my 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 delivery has been delayed, so maybe I'll find out if this is a thing tonight because I'm, I'm out of my juice. Yeah,
1: sorry to hear it, man. I'll, I'll drop a few in a white envelope and mail it to you. We'll see if the <laughs> post office is still searching for
0: drugs. This episode is brought to you by Delete Me. Today, I want to share something personal and honestly a bit alarming. Now, on this show, we talk a lot about how much of our personal info is out there. We're talking about home addresses, contact details, and even information about your family. And if you've ever felt that uneasy feeling about your privacy, you're not alone. That's why I want to tell you about Delete Me. It's a game changer for protecting your personal information. As someone who's been through the ringer with spam calls and phishing attempts, finding Delete Me felt like a breath of fresh air. Could your potential views expose you to cybercrimes, identity theft, or even violence in this election year? The amount of personal data available online has tripled from 2019 to 2023. Angry individuals motivated by their political beliefs can now easily access personal details from data brokers for 98% of U.S. citizens, putting you at risk of harassment and identity theft. Fortunately, you can safeguard your data with Delete.me. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash GOG and enter code GOG at checkout. One more time, that's J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash GOG with code GOG at checkout. Are you hungry? I am. Which means it's a perfect time to talk about Factor. Why not make your spring a breeze with Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals? Picture this. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, crafted by top chefs, and has the dietitian's thumbs up. Plus, they're ready to roll in just two minutes. You've got 35 mouth-watering options to choose from each week. Whether you're into calorie smart keto, ramping up your protein, or keeping it green with vegan and veggie factors, got you covered. And there's more. Each week brings over 60 extras, including breakfast, grab-and-go lunches, snacks, and drinks to keep your energy up and your taste buds happy all day. So, what's the holdup? Dive in today and give your spring the tasty kickstart it deserves. As someone who's lived off microwave meals for most of his life, I can confidently say that Factors' chef-crafted dishes blow anything else I've had out of the water. The chicken stays juicy, the veggies are crisp, and the flavors are absolutely delicious. I'm talking about meals like their artichoke and spinach chicken and the spicy poblano beef bowl. Out of this world. Are you craving a touch of gourmet? Well, check out the meals featuring luxury ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. It's fancy dining without the fuss. And speaking of no fuss, the meals are a total breeze. Forget about prepping, cooking, and cleaning. Just heat up your meal and enjoy the deliciousness. Plus, everything's tailored to fit your life. Customize your weekly meal plan to get exactly what you need, whenever you need it. Need to pause or shift your deliveries? No problem. It's all designed to work around your schedule. Factor is your solution for fast, premium meals without the need for cooking. And Factor is celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for the lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com/grumpy50 and use code grumpy50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code grumpy50 at factormeals.com/grumpy50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. media candy brian i finished the series into the night that you told told us about here Mm -hmm. on the show and uh it is definitely the langoliers and lost and i found even an article over at flicks.com.au that says basically the same thing but having uh, said that it's not bad it was not bad it was not great well but it was not bad yeah (laughs) exactly it was it was it was fairly enjoyable it was uh it, it had a nice, satisfying ending, and I, I don't think they need to do another one, but if they made but another they one, I'd watch it. Yeah, I'd watch it if they do it. Yep. You know, it can't cost that much to make because there were like four sets in the whole thing. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I actually enjoyed it. So uh, that's one of my recommended ones. And it's it's funny because we're talking about, you know, the end of the world here. And we're like generally don't gravitate towards end of the world scenarios when the end of the world is actually happening outside. Um, but this one was actually OK. I didn't yeah. mind it.
1: Yeah, it was fine. I, I really enjoyed watching it. So I'm glad you enjoyed it as well
0: yes and we also talked about uh fraggle rock mm-hmm. recently and apple tv plus has acquired all of the past seasons of fraggle rock as well before the reboot so uh, you, can, you can get caught up yeah i i watched one um does not have legs. Does not have legs. Damn.
1: Uh, I, okay. Yeah, good. Well, I going to have to watch a, it then. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll I'll watch the new one because obviously they'll they'll be more modern and and you know relate to modern sensibilities and all that. But I, I threw on one of the old ones for the kid to see if he would dig it at all. Not into it. Not um, at all. And the first episode, even I was like, hmm, I, I'm I'm sure I like this
0: as a kid, but. See, this is the lesson that Brian or (laughs) David, I'll get the guy's name right here eventually. Mike and I learned on Mm -hmm. Does It Have Legs is there are some things that you don't want to revisit because you don't want your memories of those times ruined because you were a different person back then. Because I'm telling you, (laughs) Airplane. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. With Fraggle Rock, the same thing. Um, But like Airplane. Airplane loved that movie. It was one of the greatest movies of all time until we watched it again. (laughs) And then it's like whoa the thing
1: with a a lot of these old shows and and i found this to be mostly the same with fraggle rock as well is is the the pacing is so slow we have moved ahead in terms of pacing of shows so much that watching anything like pre-1980s can just be brutal
0: thanks thank you michael bay appreciate it yeah uh and killing eve wrapped up season three uh this weekend Mm -hmm. i have to say best season yet and uh the, the way they, they there's always a crazy cliffhanger at the end of the, the seasons, and this one was the most satisfying of all of them. So highly recommend if you haven't been watching Killing Eve, go back and watch all three seasons because they're fantastic. And they're only eight, eight uh, episodes per season, so you can get through it pretty quick. But man, is that a good show? Excellent. And speaking of shows that we do like to watch when the
1: shiznit hits the fan, uh, somebody feed Phil, which is guaranteed to bring a smile to your face no matter what's going on. I was going to hold off to watch this uh, quite some time, um, but uh, Saturday night, as uh, as things turned particularly bleak for the, not the first night, but it was Saturday night was definitely like a turning point, and and it was bad. Uh, I was like, finally, I got to turn off news, and somebody feed Phil was there, and uh, sadly. Um, they're short seasons anyways. The two previous seasons have been six episodes, I think. For some reason, we even lost one more episode this season. It's only wow. five episodes long. Um, but I watched two of them. Great, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah look,
0: I'll take yeah. five
1: over zero. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not going to complain. Uh, I've loved the show since it started. I loved it since it had a previous title and was on a different network. You which cannot are, which be, also
0: is on Netflix. So which you is can now, watch, yes, Netflix yeah. bought
1: that, yeah. Yeah, so you can and, check um, it out. In an effort to try to save it uh, and savor it for longer, um, one of the recommended shows that popped up after I finished watching an episode was Street Food Asia, which I don't remember if you watched all of this or not before, but uh, uh, it's amazing. I did. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My my favorite episode is, unfortunately, the first one uh, Mm -hmm. in Bangkok with uh, Chef Jay Phi, the woman with the crazy goggles, making those omelets. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to go to Bangkok just for her omelets. (laughs) I mean, they look incredible. But uh, yeah, I really enjoy street food Asia. I, I haven't it's seen all. It's very well done. But, very yeah. well
1: done. I've watched them all now. They're all fantastic.
0: OK, good. Yeah. yeah. Do they do they do the same thing like they do in uh, the because I, I think I'm halfway through, but they spent like, you know, they kind of cover the broad area, but they also spec- like, you know, yeah, they focus on dive one into chef. One, mm-hmm. one chef. OK, great. Yes. Great. Yes.
1: And one of the highest uh, one of the ones I can recommend the most is the Osaka Japan one, because the chef that oh, they yeah. they follow on there. I mean, that is an inspirational story. What an amazing guy that guy is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's one of that's uh, one of those ones, too, that uh, also Tear to is the eye right at the top. Mm-hmm. Fantastic <laughs> yeah. show. If you definitely if you're looking for something to uh, perk you up. But uh, Brian, what do we have next? <laughs> uh, I watched uh, two episodes of Space Force. See, when you went to somebody feed Phil on Saturday night, I went to Space Force. Mm-hmm. I lasted three minutes. Uh, I watched two episodes. I got
1: longer than you. I will say I think that this show is a victim of extreme bad timing.
0: Okay. Because, I mean, the reason I turned it off was I'm like, I know what type of show this is going to be. Mm -hmm. And I know that I have to be in a certain mood to watch this type of show. And I don't want to waste it. Because I was not in the mood to see that type of show right then, so I'm like, okay, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to exercise some restraint right now, and I'll come back to it later. Because I know people that do like it.
1: I, I know people that like it as well. I'm going to tell you, I'm not sure when that time is going to be for you, um, because, like I said, I really do think this is a victim of extreme bad timing. If this would have come out a year ago, you know, maybe it would have. Sat better. Um, I'm not so sure either. I, I don't know how overly critical I'm being. A lot of the jokes felt really flat to me. Yeah. Um, the structure and the plot is kind of what you'd expect—boilerplate. There's nothing terribly innovative there. And the lighthearted jabs at the unnamed president who communicates through tweets and nonsensical stuff don't. <sighs>
0: uh, the, yeah. Yeah. Bad timing. You, bad bad timing, timing
1: because it does. It feels almost like. Uh, it's it just, it's just bad timing all around. It, it, it feels like it's normalizing it when uh, we definitely don't need that right now.
0: So. Yeah, yeah. It, things got a little, little warmer, let's say, in the climate <laughs> since that started. So. Yes.
1: Yeah. So I, I found myself not enjoying it, and I'm not going to go back anytime soon. So.
0: Yeah, I'm going to let it sit. I'll, yeah. I'll let it sit for a bit, and then come back to it when things have cooled off, mm-hmm. shall we say? Maybe, maybe uh, uh, November eighth. I'll go back either. I'll go back on November 8th or I will, never watch TV again. (laughs) It's kind of how it's going to go. All right. And we talked
1: a little bit about how HBO Max rolled out, and it uh, turns out you might already have an HBO Max subscription, as in everything in these days. This is insanely complicated. Oh, my God. Uh, So rather than run through the various steps and possibilities and the jigsaw puzzle and tic-tac-toe game of who has what deal with who, we'll just have the link in the show notes. But uh, if you have... AT&T of any kind, and Stripe, there are about 7,000 different possible combinations. Uh, Ditto with with most major TV providers, Spectrum, Charter, Cox, Verizon, etc. But it is a real whack-a-mole of a process to see what you get, and if you just get a one-month trial, or if you get a full year, or whatever. Link in the show notes if you're thinking about purchasing HBO Max. Um, you know, get a, get your lawyer out to go through this document <laughs> Seriously. and figure out if you should be getting it for free or not first.
0: <laughs> or have your children do it, because this is very complicated. Yeah, but I, I, think the, least, I think you have yeah. to use
1: that new math.
0: <laughs> yeah, new math. Uh, but I also found out now I know why Roku doesn't have a HBO Max channel, because they still haven't inked a deal. Same with Amazon. With this. Yes. Yeah, same mm-hmm. with Amazon. And uh, that's annoying. It's annoying as fuck, because <laughs> I, I just really want the Roku channel, because I can only watch it on my ipad or my computer and i don't have one of those funky sticks or an apple tv in my living room so
1: boo there you go and as i mentioned previously my kid is incredibly into space and uh, the solar system and the planets and all of that right now and as i was googling around for things that i could show him or you know educational tools or youtube videos and all of that stuff i came across this uh it's an incredible animation by a planetary scientist uh his name is james o'donohue and it shows how fast each planet spins by putting them into one giant globe. Very, very cool. You can see, like, you know, Jupiter going around 2.4 times faster than Earth. Venus spins so slowly you can't even really tell it's moving. And it moves backwards. Uh, this is all stuff you probably learned in school but forgot about. And seeing it in the... This is just a great visualization. And he's done a ton of great, uh, great solar system and scientific uh, visualization. So I highly recommend checking it out and finding the rest of the ones that he's done. They're very cool. Cool. I'll check
0: him out. Sounds fun. Moron of the week.
1: This moron is a uh, not Kanye, but Kanye adjacent, I guess. <laughs> Kanye adjacent. <laughs> yes. Uh, Kylie Jenner, who was basically uh, lauded as one of the the, fir- the youngest uh, self made billionaire back in 2019 by <laughs> Forbes. Has uh, put an asterisk, much like the Houston Astros, next to her name and saying, no, no, we don't think so. It appears that her f- her and her family were inflating the size and success of her cosmetic business, uh, saying, you know, they had, they had claimed over $307 million in sales and things of that nature. But Forbes has looked into the documents and says, mm, more like $125 million, which again is nothing to sneeze at, but uh, basically saying, nope, she is not a
0: billionaire. Yeah, well, they also are the idiots that said she was self-made yes also not (laughs) self-made just because you're born on third base does not mean you hit a triple oh god that's right yeah (laughs) and uh i've got one here the dallas police asked public for videos of protesters and it didn't go well (laughs) Uh, well,
1: I, I would say what well, would you expect would happen, but they also did the same thing here in Santa
0: Monica, and apparently it was very helpful. So, Okay. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, well, the Dallas Police Department on Sunday asked the public to submit videos of illegal activity from the protests through their smartphone app. Mm-hmm. It didn't go well as the app was reportedly inundated with unrelated content such as K-pop videos, and within less than a day, the app had stopped working due to technical difficulties. How many uh, people
1: were- do you think uh, Rick rolled or sent in the black porn star?
0: Uh, quite a few, quite a few, I'm okay. guessing. So they pulled it and, uh, I, I, I was expecting them to post illegal, you know, activity of the cops banging up the protesters, but, uh, they just went with K-pop, okay. which I thought was great. But yeah, I mean, you, you, this is what happens when you ask the public, when the police ask the public for help while people are protesting the police. The police. Yeah. Yeah. Feedback loop. Over at Patreon, we've got Russell Mish and Seductive Verse, who says, I've enjoyed your show for free for far too long. Take my money and pimp my website herspilleddesires.com, where I post erotic poems and short stories. Well, thank you, Seductive Verse. And Joe writes in, I love Wallace and Gromit. You might want to check out a series on CBS All Access called Evil. It was pretty good. Well, thank you guys for your donations. Thank you.
1: And over at PayPal, we have Doug, Peter, Thomas, Stephen, Michael, Simon, Jen, and Judge.
0: No ladies this time. Interesting. Mm. Well, we'll see. We'll Sausage see. party. <laughs> hey, man, they got money. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> Over at Twitter, Alexander writes, and too politically enthusiastic to have my support. Sorry. I'll keep listening for the science-able topics, though. Well,
1: Uh, I hate to break it to you, Alexander, (laughs) but just by listening to us, you are supporting us. So thank you. Yes, appreciate it. (laughs) And Happy Hammer writes us, professional non-scammers will be calling you shortly. And this is the link over at the Standard UK. Jenny Harries says it will be obvious test and trace callers aren't scammers because they'll sound...
0: Professional. Professional. Yeah. <laughs> I read this. I was just like, oh my God.
1: <laughs> yes, this is England's deputy chief medical officer who raised eyebrows while attempting to promote the government's new test and trace program. Uh, yes, she basically said, I think it will be very obvious in the conversation you have with them that they're genuine in this regard. Obviously, she has never had a scam phone call before. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And Jackal writes in, guys, if you haven't started watching it, I highly recommend on Amazon Prime, Vast of Night. It's very much a Twilight Zone type movie. Watch it nonstop. It is wonderfully done. I'll check that out.
1: All right. And another uh, recommendation from Stephen. Here's a Netflix pick, Border Town, three seasons. It's finished with English audio. Well written, acted, and produced. What I love about it is that most storylines are done in two episodes. So well executed, not a rush to the finish like some dramas. Um, sidebar here and this is a bit of a tangent and I ran into this problem with uh, I noticed it specifically with into the night um, because that was also uh, had English overdubbing the mm-hmm. I always I, I I tend to because of my kid and we don't want things loud super loud at night I tend to turn on uh, closed captioning a lot now because right. you know just have a little bit of sound but you're not able to pick out all the dialogue all the time because volume levels are low so you can keep it so you can read it while you're watching mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Unbelievable how different the closed captioning is to the overdubs. they they should be working off the same script, but they're not. You watched Into the Night with dubbing. You didn't watch it in in French. No, it just came dubbed from whatever oh. I picked. Oh, I watched it in French. Oh, interesting. So yeah, it was I, great. I, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't have a problem with it either, but the, but the closed captioning and the the uh, overdubbed dialogues do not match up at okay. all and I've noticed yeah. that on a couple shows
0: now oh yeah it never does never does two different departments and yeah. all that <laughs> um, no I'll check out Border Town but I will watch it in its original finish I mean that's the way to do it I mean I, I come from a long a long history of watching <laughs> Kung Fu movies from China that are that never were dubbed so always watching with subtitles I I just prefer it it's the way to do it um, but yeah man I can't believe you watched Into the Night in English oh, well it's gotta be so weird I just pressed Play, man and that's what came up <laughs> oh uh, what's, there's another show, I think it's called Dark. It's a German show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, I think it's Dark on Netflix that everybody's been raving about. And I tried to watch that with um, with English dubbing, mm-hmm. and it was just terrible. Because I had like a migraine that day, and I couldn't read the subtitles. I want to go back and watch it again, because everybody's raved about it. Um, But that's another one that I think uh, we should both check out, because it, it looked pretty good. It looked really good. Yep. And X writes in, honestly, this and Reply All, pff, show called shit we already know, are the only two shows I'm able to pay attention to and listen all the way through. Once things settle down, I hope I can jump on the Patreon bandwagon. Well, at least you have 50% good taste, my man. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate Reply All. <laughs> and
1: Tyler writes in, I don't care what the critics say. I'm enjoying Space Force. Clever, funny, the right show in a lockdown. Plenty of references to our absurd reality. Hey, to each his own.
0: That's, That's what cool. I mean. I, I'd say some people are I'm saving mode. it for some later. Might. Yep. Yep. And Slander writes in. Hello, Grumps. This is Slander from the Clash Royale clan. I thought about writing this in some kind of fantasy genre like old timey English, but I'll spare you the nonsense. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Mark Rober is a mechanical engineer who worked at NASA's JPL and worked for Apple's secret projects group. Now he makes YouTube videos. (laughs) <laughs> talk about how the mighty have fallen <laughs> jesus <laughs> he decided he wanted a better squirrel proof bird feeder than what was on the market so he created a squirrel ninja warrior obstacle course this will probably fill you with some much needed joy stay safe and grump on
1: i will say this was doing the rounds a couple weeks ago at least on my mm-hmm. social media and i i went to go try to watch it it is 21 minutes long
0: ain't it nobody got it. that kind of time <laughs> oh dude it's worth it <laughs> It is it is so worth the 21 minutes. Trust me. Just go back if and watch it. If anybody has
1: like a 5 minute mastercut mashup, I I will watch that.
0: Uh no, you got to watch <laughs> the whole 21 minutes because you get to meet the squirrels. He just profiles on interested. the squirrels. Oh dude. Okay, well, I trust me, man. Like right before you go to bed and you've had some wine, watch it because it's funny. It is really funny. And All right. it's, I mean, it's like watching an episode of Mythbusters. Honestly, this guy's really good, and what he does with the course is f- its just phenomenal. Highly recommend it.
1: All right. Mike writes in, I live 50 feet from a Trader Joe's down in the South Bay. They are still listing their hours from nine to seven with some senior hours officially listed at 8am over the last three to four weeks, walking over at just about 9am on Saturday. There are very few people in the store and they will just tell me to go in even before 9am. They have everything in stock now. I still don't see flour at Target or Ralph's, but Trader Joe's has had it since mid April. Hope you family and friends remain safe during these crazy times. Yeah. I mean, we seem to have sorted out supply lines pretty well. Now you just gotta make sure that there's not a line of national guard between you and the Trader Joe's so you can get to it.
0: Yeah, I went to my local Ralph's the other day and it was like everything was back to normal. I bought teepee and it <laughs> <laughs> was and it was full. It was like the rows were full. You still couldn't buy Lysol. That was oh, and I I was gonna mention this last time and it was it really pissed me off. What do you think a can of Lysol costs, Like a spray can of Lysol normally? I don't like know.
1: $2.99? Is, this, is this one of these milk moments where I'm going to be so clueless like uh, George Bush? I I can't remember Probably. the last time I bought Lysol <laughs> so I don't know.
0: Yeah, it was like 2.99 or 3.99 okay. and now when they come in, 8 bucks. Oh. 8 See, bucks that's for a can of gouging. Lysol. That's it total is. price gouging. It is. It is ridiculous. Hmm. Wipes were 8 bucks and a can of Lysol was 8 bucks and you could only buy two, but we bought two. <laughs> it's like Hey man, any port in a storm. But I, I was really pissed off at Ralphs for that. That was yeah. that's total profiteering. Although, to be honest, it probably cost them that to get it, <laughs> since since that stuff is so hard to get right now. Right. Uh, although, since you know, hey, maybe it's a nothing burger. We can go back to normal prices soon. Maybe. Greg writes in, Hi, Grumps. There's not a lot of amusement around at the moment, so I hope you'll forgive me for dredging up something ancient on episode 442, which was two well, weeks two ago. We- two last, weeks week. Ago. Last, last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mentioned of the dire possibility of a brown claw wall, and it reminded me of this inspired Amazon review. I imagine it read in the dim-witted and cheerful voice of the Major from Faulty Towers, hoping that's not too obscure. Obscure? Of course not. It's no. Fawlty Towers. Yes. For context, in the UK, a garden water storage barrel is called a water butt. Still loving the show? Every episode a gem. Stay grumpy. And this is for the HoseLock 3-in-1 Water Butt High Pressure Pump 1.1 Bar Max Pressure with Tap Connector Included. Brian, would you like to read the review? <laughs> I didn't
1: even know there was such a thing as a butt pump until I overheard a colleague talking about it in the canteen. I had been having particular problems in this area, and this seemed to baffle medical science. After unpacking and very simple assembly using hose locks patent connectors, I had the pump assembled and ready to go. It worked very well, although I must say it made more of a mess than I expected. In the the future, I'll cover the carpets in polyethylene. I have been clean as a whistle following only one use and thoroughly recommend this to anyone. I think the people using it in their gardens are much braver than me. Next time, I'll try to submit a video review. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Ye oldie butt pump. <laughs> yes. And fiend of the show Barrett Wrightson in, saw the handheld bidet sprayers, and I can say there is something far better and with zero mess and better accuracy. We've got one of these on every toilet in our house. And this is, of course, Amazon, as I will read this. The Lux Bidet... Neo 120 self-cleaning nozzle, fresh water, non-electric, mechanical bidet, toilet attachment, white and white,
0: at least at the beginning. Yes. (laughs) Uh, These things have been out of stock forever. Um, I've got, what do I have on order? Um, What's the big one that everybody had, like the super expensive, there's a $700 one. Uh, that you can get and i can't remember why can't i omigo omigo Hmm. uh they've got like a 700 one that requires electricity and all that but they have another cheaper one that's just water powered only i've got one of those on back order to try i'm very
1: curious to see what happens now that basically the toilet paper supply lines are back in place uh with with the, the stats on these orders I don't really yeah. see people ordering too many more these. Americans just don't like water. Shut up their butt. They prefer getting their water from water cannons from jackbooted thugs.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Sorry. Did uh, it again. No. I know. <laughs> Stop it, Brian. Bad Brian. Bad Brian. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. everybody I know that has one of the high end Omigos loves it, but I, I, I'm going. I'm going the uh, the low cost route. Because- <laughs> I just don't have any way to plug it into my bathroom, believe it or not. Jonathan writes in, hey, Brian and Jason, just wanted to say I really enjoy your show. I'm a web designer and really enjoy listening to Geeky Grumps. A few weeks ago, I ordered a couple of your masks. They've finally come in, and I absolutely love them. Keep up the good work. Stay grumpy and deliver. Um, Jonathan sent us a picture, but we I we got to gotta dig it up and figure out where we're going to post it.
1: Right. Uh, speaking of that, somebody I remember wrote on Facebook on one of the uh, pimping ads for the masks that they ordered like three weeks ago and hadn't gotten it yet. I'm also in the same boat. I, I ordered mine two to three weeks ago, and I still have not received my mask. So I think they're having some shipping issues over there. Um, just be patient.
0: Yeah, it's it's basically production issues because everybody that in has a threadless store basically <laughs> started selling masks. Um, I've gotten a bunch of pictures from people who have gotten them so far, and I've gotten masks from threadless from different vendors, but that was in the beginning, and it, that took three weeks. So yeah, I'm in the same boat too. I've got an order in, and I'm waiting on it as well. So, but uh, hopefully they'll get here soon. Before yep. the, <laughs> I trust me, you're going to need them going forward for quite some time. So when they get there, just. Keep them around. There you go. And Andrew writes in, finally found a use for those bird
1: scooters. Protesters are using them to cordon off parts of a road in downtown LA. And uh, there's a link
0: to a Twitter image of that being done. Well done. Yep. And J.I.M. says, TV suggestions, the Get Shorty series is very strong. Also, the Fargo series is amazing. Absolutely on Fargo. That's fantastic. And it's coming back because they've got another one in the can. Um, I haven't seen Get Shorty. Have you?
1: Uh, No, I haven't. But I heard it was very good so
0: okay we'll cool see. yeah i want to check it out
1: and no sex sent us a link over from the bbc uh these scammers have basically taken every bullshit hype word they managed to come up with and crammed them together 128 megabyte usb sticks for over 300 euros pretty good profit margin and yes this is uh there are people of course uh, the 5g uh craziness has hit the uk pretty hard people are pretty freaked out about it and there's a lot of misinformation of course going around about that so uh the uh Three three 339-pound 5G BioShield appears to be no more than a basic USB drive, but in the description, it basically... <laughs> people are so stupid. We use this device and find it helpful and uh, they provide a link to the website which describes it as a USB key that provides protection for your home and family thanks to the wearable holographic nano layer catalyzer which can be worn (laughs) or placed near to a smartphone or any other electrical radiation or EMF emitting device. Through a process of quantum oscillation the 5G BioShield USB key balances and reharmonizes the distributing frequencies arising from the electric fog induced by devices such as laptops, cordless phones, Wi-Fi, tablets, Etc., it adds. And of course, they've opened this up and it's just a goddamn USB.
0: Yeah. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Good money if you can get it, I guess. Mm, yeah. And Joe writes in, fuck you, DoorDash, and sends us about, uh, about three paragraphs <laughs> worth of why, why DoorDash sucks. And I'm with you. Uh, trust me, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. We're I'm all with you.
1: you. We get it. Yep. And over at iTunes, we have a five star rating from Mikey McDangerface. Long live. <laughs> long live chillmeister for the longest time I thought his name was Brian Chillmeister that's my DJ name man so awesome my mind will never stop hearing it that way started listening a few years ago when Jason low plugged it on Jason doesn't do anything low-key plugged it on <laughs> another podcast been hooked ever since I'm class of 2000 too young for web 1.0 too old for web 2.0 and I'm super grumpy about that I missed the boat on both this podcast keeps me chuckling about that fact listening from an undisclosed location in the outer rim of Silicon Valley thank you and long live chillmeister
0: <laughs> the chillmeister <laughs> and charlie x5 from the u.s writes in with a five star Oh, i guess it isn't charlie x5 it's just charlie the five <laughs> is the five star tech never felt so grumpy i look forward to every episode jason ever tried a florida woman define tried define tried <laughs> exactly <laughs> i used to live in florida so i i have tried and failed many times i am just say that if you want your question or comment read
1: on the show, head over to GOG.show slash contact and send us your feedback or questions that we can read on the air. And if you're so inclined, please, please head over to GOG.show slash iTunes and toss us a five star and snarky review. And if you didn't like my snarky comments politically, I'll just shut up.
0: <laughs> but also, if you're listening to us on the Overcast player, please click those little stars next to the episode. We actually started to beat Tim Ferris. We are up against Rogan now. It is us and Rogan. So hopefully he'll get over to Spotify soon so we can. <laughs> We're get that number spot. one. We're
1: number one. <laughs>
0: Closing shout out. A hearty thank you to Thomas Benjamin Wilde Esquire for allowing us to use his song at the beginning of the show. Links for uh, his work will be in the show notes at four uh, 444 or you can find him at TomBWild.com. So thank you very much, Tom, for letting us use that. And uh, I definitely have, uh, uh, Yeah, I think nobody's got any fucks to give right now. So <laughs> I think this is, this is the theme song for the day. I want to give a shout out to the folks that work at
1: my local. Uh, Yes, it's change ownership. It's not what it used to be. And hell, I haven't been there for three months because, you know, I'm doing doing what I'm supposed to be doing, which is staying at home. Uh, They've opened up again uh, a little bit. Uh, They were doing to-go orders, and I think they went along with the policy of allowing people to come in and socially distance and sit. And uh, they were open uh, and, you know, started to shut down when things went crazy in Santa Monica, and they knew that the protesters, well, the (laughs) <laughs> the civilized looters protesters had stopped and the looters <laughs> and criminals were heading their direction. Um, but it does take time to shut down a location. So they were still there when the protesters showed up. I was speaking to, uh, the woman that was actually a working bar at that point in time and, uh, well done, uh, stayed calm. Uh, the, the looters politely, uh, waited for them to leave the building before running
0: in and looting the place. So
1: got uh, looted. stay
0: safe. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Damn. Yeah that sucks mm-hmm. that sucks well uh, my shout out is to all the good cops out there right now doing their jobs i appreciate you and you're doing what you can in a impossible situation so uh because there are good cops out there people there are a lot of them so don't let all the bad ones get you down but uh yeah uh thanks is all i gotta say because this would be a hell of a lot worse without you so until next time i'm jason DePhillipo.
1: and i'm brian schulmeister Thanks for listening to Grumpy Old Geeks. To support the show and keep us on the air, go to gog.show slash donate. Toss us a few bucks and we'll love you forever. Your support really keeps us going and we really appreciate it. Show notes for this episode are gog.show slash 444. From there you can find links to old episodes, leave feedback, ask questions, donate to the show, and get links to stuff we like. Stay grumpy.